Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. My guest today, Sid Olsley, is a traveler, entrepreneur, online marketer, and former U.S. Marine and deputy sheriff. Sid, how are you today? I'm doing great, Jake. How are you, man? I'm great, too. Greatness is flowing and growing through both of us. Tell me, Sid, what time is it there where you are? It is 10 after 12, midnight. 10 after 12, midnight. Thank you, sir, for joining me at this late hour. I know you're a man with a, the hunger for the hustle deep within him, and uh, a late hour of the night won't stop that hustle. Am I right? That's right. That's right. Got to keep it moving, man. Yeah, that's it. Got to keep it moving and grooving. Now, your mission is to help others achieve their goals through your motivational speaking, through your digital marketing, through your upcoming books, which I'm really excited to talk about, yeah. and your inspirational stories, which is coming up on your podcast, which I'm excited to learn more about. Deter, And that's going to be called Determination Determines Destination. Now, yeah. if there's one thing I like in this world, Sid, it is alliteration. I find there's a lot of power in it. And I love that name. So I'm going to say it again. Determination determines destination. Let's start with that. Tell us a little bit more about that. What's it going to be about? And, and when is it kicking off? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, look, I'm working on getting kicked off probably about the next 10 to 14 days. Uh, and thank you for your help in, in, in giving me some pointers. And uh, I'll be uh, getting with you on some more pointers and setting that up. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's in, in less than two weeks, it'll be up and running. And, uh, you know, basically what it's going to be about is helping people share their stories of determination, you know, whether mm -hmm. determination, overcoming some type of tragedy in life or obstacle, determination, wanting to share a particular, a particular story with people, particular gifts that they have, a determination to, you know, start a business that they believe will help people, you know, uh, just determination can cover a lot in life and people uh, need to know that, you know, determination is a part of what they need in order to succeed, you know, and so a lot of times we, we rely on motivation, which tends to wear off pretty fast, and it's that determination that you have that uh, that carries you through, that carries you through, through to succeeding in your goal. So that's Absolutely. what I'm... Absolutely. Mm. I like the sound of it. I can't wait to see it unfold, and um, I can't wait to see you having them and good conversations. I think you're right there, Motivation and determination, they're two ingredients that you need to get things done. The motivation can get you started and carry you through. But in the times, you know, particularly when you're starting a new business, a new project, it's a roller coaster, as you know, brother. It's not always easy. It's, it goes up, it goes down. And in them times when it's down, you're going to need that determination within you to carry you through. So it's always important to, you know, know why you're doing it. And when it's not going well, have the determination to carry you through to the end of the project now talking of projects you're a businessman you don't just have one business you have a couple right um yep. now tell me let's let's talk about your digital marketing agency when did that when did that start and how did you get started with it well i, I got started with the digital marketing i've been kind of dabbling trying to learn you know some online businesses over the last few years and uh, i had a, a, a business doing uh, selling electronic parts online for a while. And when the 2008 uh, situation happened, that kind of, you know, threw things for a loop. So, you know, I had to reinvent myself. Um, 
And the digital marketing came about when I actually started another business at a security company. And, and I actually still have that business. And uh, I had a website designed and then there was a search engine optimization package, you know, to help you, you know, rank well in Google and get found when people are, are Googling for a, for a particular business. And um, they didn't do a good job of it, of the search engine optimization. You know, I was like, you know, I think three years I had the website, maybe I got one or two calls just, you know, from, from the website itself. You know, most of it was just my own, uh, you know, being out there networking. And so I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure other businesses are having this problem too, because I knew a lot of business owners who, uh, even though they have a website, they didn't know how to market their website. They didn't have their website set up to, you know, to uh, for traffic to be driven to it. And so, you know, I, I got into search engine optimization and digital marketing to help businesses out, uh, you know, in that way for help them get found, set up their website properly to uh, in Google and other search engines. And so, you know, that's that's been my mission because of my own, uh, you know, my own experience of uh, not having it set up correctly. And so, you know, that's mm -hmm. that's what I've been working on, and uh, you know, I enjoy it. That's well. That's a good thing to enjoy, right? And I tell you what, I was laughing along with you there when you said that because I've been there. It's hard in this digital space. There's a lot of people doing the work. There's a lot of people claiming to get you the results without any evidence to sometimes back it up. You know, I'm always, I'm always a little bit wary. And people go, "Hey, I know how to do the SEO. I know how to do the digital marketing. I know how to do the ads." And I'm like, okay, can you show me some results? And they're like, oh, look, I'll just show you with your business. And I'm like, mm, you know, I'd rather see some some numbers, some results first somewhere where you've done it. It's, it's not an easy space to work in. There's a lot of people working in the space. And you really have to do your diligence, do your research to find the good quality people who know what they're doing, who have done it. And, you know, your, your business, like a couple I've started, it came out of a need that you had yourself. I always often think there's there's – Maybe two, there's lots of reasons since businesses start. There's always two core main businesses. It comes from a need that you have yourself that you yeah. need to, you, you end up just educating yourself in and getting it done yourself, right? Or a need that you see for others and you service that need. So, I mean, your business there, you thought, now nah, I'm going to teach myself. I'm going to, I'm going to get this right myself. And then, and then, right. And then there you go. You know, you know how to do it, replicate the formula and you can do it for other people. So that's no, right. fantastic. Before, before we go any further, you know, I mentioned that you were in the Marines there and you were a deputy, you were a sheriff, sorry, not deputy sheriff, you were a sheriff. And I just want to go, before we go any further, I'd like to thank you for your service. I really appreciate that. Although I'm not an American, I appreciate your service, as I'm sure the people of your country do, because without your service, we wouldn't be able to live in the world we live today, you know, which for many of us is, is free. And just want to say I appreciate that before we go any further. Thank you. Thank you. Um, moving on. So as you know, businesses are full of challenges and that's where we learn, right? That's where you yeah. learn. There's no growth when everything's coasting along and the money's yeah. coming in, the bills are getting paid and everything's just smooth and easy. It's great. We love it. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah. But you learn when the challenges come, when your back's up against the wall, when you're, when you're closed in, when you're boxed in, that's when you learn. So tell me, share with us some of your big challenges in business and what you learned from them. Well, uh, some of my biggest challenges have been, you know, when, like I said, when I had my, uh, the business where I sent electronic parts, um, when that 2008 situation happened, 
that, that really threw me for a loop like it did a lot of people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to turn things around and I had to, I had to, you know, uh, take a step back and mentally, you know, not just financially, but mentally, you know, that can take you through some things and you have to regroup and you have to decide, you may have to make a decision. Okay. That didn't work out. Some things went beyond my control, but I got to get back on the horse. I got, I got, I got to do this again, you know, Mm. And you had to learn new skills and just get back at it, man. And that that's that can be a big challenge to overcome. And not everybody uh overcame it. And and mm-hmm. you know, look at the situation we're going through now with the COVID. You know, uh it's gonna take a lot for a lot of people to come back from this, you know. And so yeah. uh, you know. A lot of businesses aren't coming back and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have to reinvent themselves. That's absolutely right. I mean, here we are from the 2008 financial crisis to 12 years later. We're not, we're not, I wouldn't say we're quite at the point of a global financial crisis yet, but mm, hey, it's not looking too bright. And it's interesting, you know, how many people will, will like yourself, learn lessons there in 2008, 12 years later now, can see that, have that foresight to see that coming and apply the lessons that they learned there now to this time to pivot your business, to act early, to take, because I think there's still opportunities out there. There's opportunities oh, yeah. that are created out of this time, right? I'm glad you agree, like that are created out of this time for, for new businesses, for new needs, particularly in the digital area. Lots of businesses have had to pivot services right. and products that they thought they could never deliver online that they now have found out. Of course they can. They just have to pivot. And, and particularly, you know, We've been we've been in and around the the speaking business, the courses we've been doing. Yeah. Uh, I know I know you're working hard to to get the motivational speaking going, and I can tell you I am too. And and that that space has completely changed from physical oh, yeah. stages to actually speaking physically to people. Now it's all in the digital space. It's rapidly taken off, and um, you know it's we've gone from closing doors to online stores, from like brick and mortar yeah. to click and order. Yeah. It's yeah. happened, right? Yeah. They did. but it's true right the digital revolution is happening right before our eyes and it's happening right now you know and you're either going to be a part of it or you're just going to be a witness of it it's 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 up to you really but now's the time to upskill and you don't have to learn everything right you can you can find other people like yourselves like your company who have the skills for you uh and i can tell you Man, you'll probably know this, right? You know, when you start a business and you do everything, you're wearing all the hats, you're doing yeah. the accounts, you're doing, you're doing the digital, you're doing the fulfillment, you're doing everything. And, and you get to a point where you think, oh, I'm making a bit of money now. I reckon I could find someone else to bring, bring on board to help me do these things. And that's what you've got to do. Get the team, get the team driven collaborative effort going. And by finding the right people in the right areas to do the right things, your business will grow exponentially. And, of course, you can always learn the people that you're engaging, you know, you can learn how they're doing it and then take some little nuggets for yourself. And before you know it, you know, business is flowing and growing. It's uh, it's it's not an easy – I don't think it's an easy time to get started in business, but I, I also think a lot of people are, you know, shutting it down, uh, you know, Worst time to be to start a business would be now. Hmm, I guess it depends what kind of business you start. If, if you're selling anything, you're selling anything online, 
Maybe not. Maybe it's a great time yeah. to get started. Yeah, good time to be started. Yeah, yeah. People are spending a lot of time at home. What do people do when they're at home? I don't know. If you know me, yeah. I shop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know um, members of my family, particularly the ladies, my mom, my sister, they all like to shop too. They're at home a lot. They're shopping. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the space yeah. is changing and you either evolve or you become extinct. Pardon? Time to open an online, uh, online store when people are shopping online. You know, so you got to think that way, man. You know, I, you know, when this thing first started happening, I started, you know, uh, taking some courses and getting some certificates and things I had been putting off. You know, I said, okay, you know, I have a little extra time, time to upgrade some skills. You know, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and and you, know, you have to use that time wisely. You know, take take advantage of these opportunities. Uh, you know, the time isn't ideal. The time isn't what the time that you chose, but you, you know, you take advantage of it and you, uh, you upgrade your skills and you uplevel yourself with the time that you have and the circumstances that you have. Mm. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you say there because it's a time when things get quiet to look at that list, you know. What were those things yeah. that I wanted to go back and get done? Oh, it's time to maybe revisit them. It's been a time... That, you know, the courses that we've been involved in, I believe this is a time, and I've said this many times, and people probably keep wondering why I say the same thing because I believe it's, it's true. You know, people who are really busy, who are traveling a lot, you know, celebrities, mentors, educators who usually have a very high ticket price of entry for their to, to teach you what they're all about and teaching, and now a lot, suddenly a lot more accessible because they're not traveling so much. So if, if there's some certain things or skills that you wanted to learn, then now is a great time to jump in and learn them, upskill, develop your skills. You know, the, the, you, you, I'm sure you'll agree with me here, said the, said the road to personal development never ends, right? It's, it's, never, uh, never, it's, never, it's never. a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. If you're driving the car on the journey, you better have a good source of yeah. fuel because it's never going to end. Yeah, right. it's uh, one that goes for life. So now tell me, Sid, about, you know, perhaps some, so I guess you touched on it there with the 2008 thing, but, you know, some failures in your business, you know, some some real moments that made you think, mm, do you know what? I don't know what I'm going to do here. I don't know how I'm going to switch this around. And I find, again, that, you know, that's where you learn from the failures because you get a, you get a real big failure, one that really shakes you to your core. Uh -huh. You think, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do this again. I'm going to learn here. and This is not going to be something that I do again. <laughs> so tell, tell us about a couple of those. Uh, a, a good one that, you know, I still, I still laugh about it sometimes. Uh, I was, I was doing some real estate, you know, I was doing some real estate investing, um, uh, and I was working with a guy who, um, you know, we had worked together, you know, doing mortgages and stuff like that. And we found some houses that we wanted to invest in. And one of the properties I had, I let a lady come in under what's called a contract for D, you know, where you, mm -hmm. uh, maybe the credit isn't quite straight at that moment, but you let them get into the property for a deposit and, you know, you structure the deal in such a way that lets them in. Well, what we didn't know, and it was, it was, you know, it was completely our fault because we were rushing trying to do other deals. So we didn't, we didn't do our due diligence thoroughly enough about this particular, the, the particular structure of this deal. We didn't know that you're supposed to 
you know, notify the Moore's company like 90 days after you do this. And uh, when it came time to finalize that, you know, actually finalize the deal so the lady could buy the house, um, she had gotten behind. And so I needed to get her out and bring in somebody else and uh, found out that we actually had to give her back all of her money oh. because we hadn't, we hadn't, you know, done the 90 day notification to the mortgage company. And so um, that, you know, and, and it, it was, it was a nice chunk of money that we had to give back. And, uh, <laughs> I can imagine. and you know, and I, I was actually traveling and I get a call, I get a call from my partner is, Hey man, um, we're having some problems. And so I called a real estate lawyer and I, and it was like the first three words of the sentence that I told him. And he stopped me. He said, give her all the money back right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, no, he said, you didn't. He said, this is what you should have done. You didn't do this right. Give her all the money back right now. Oh, wow. I said, okay. You know, and that, wow. that, that taught me to, you know, when you're in a rush and you're trying to get things, no, you need to just stop make sure you do things thoroughly and correctly because you know even if you have to pay somebody because you're either going to pay on the front end or the back end and yep. you're usually going to pay more on the back end yeah for sure right yeah, yeah. you gotta and get so that, it, got it. particularly when big money's involved right you got you yeah. got one the the bigger the money the bigger the risks the bigger the bigger the potential of the loss right so that's the time you got to dig in and do the diligence tell me did you manage to keep the property did you manage to get someone else in there yeah we you know yeah we we, we got it worked out and uh mm. you know fortunately and but yeah it, that that was that was one of those lessons where you you never forget that because it applies to everything uh in business and in life is like okay you know whenever whatever type of decision you make usually if you're rushing and you know, kind of in the back of your mind, you know when you're kind of not doing things as thoroughly as you should. But you feel, oh, you know, it, it'll be all right. That's when you usually need to stop, you know, and and take a breath, you know, uh, yeah. because it, there, there's been other times in in when I was doing real estate in particular, some of the best deals that I actually did do, some of the most successful deals I did were deals that I didn't do because I did the due diligence i made that call to somebody who you know maybe knew more about the area than i did and say hey i'm looking at this particular property in this area i think this is a good deal what do you think and Mm -hmm. they're like no this you know there's some things going on with that property that aren't good and you know and in my back of my mind i may be like you know maybe you know maybe this person maybe they want the deal and don't want me and but I said, you know yeah. what? I'm just gonna walk away. And six months later, I find out the person that bought the property, they got they 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 bought it too high, or there was some damage that you know they couldn't see, but something about that deal wasn't right. And by walking away, it actually turned out to be a good deal for me. So sometimes a good a good deal is a deal you walk away from. Mm. And I I think a factor in that is about listening to that intuition, right? That that's what that. That small voice, sometimes it's a big voice, actually. Sometimes it speaks to you loud, <laughs> like a warning siren in your head. 
and it's about particularly i mean i'm only 32 years old i'm still still a young man really i would say but it's particularly in the past couple of years i've started to go whereas when, when i was younger i'd be like nah it's a load of rubbish yeah. i'm just going to push through push on yeah. and, and now now i realize i'm like mm, i'm just going to take a take a step back take a few breaths think about this listen to that voice and 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 go with it yeah maybe consult some people who know more than me i don't know everything there's always someone who's more qualified more experienced than you in anything you're doing um you know and to quote les brown again i can't stop (laughs) you're never too old to learn and you're never too young to teach right that one that one that one stuck with me from the first time i heard it yeah you can never you can never particularly if you're growing and into different areas and new things got to consult people got to got to figure out and listen to that intuition in, in your head now you touched there on on traveling you're a traveler i'd love to talk about that i'm a, I'm a traveler myself i even yeah. i even yeah. and i know this you're you're looking to do this i moved from england to australia emigrated to uh right to the other side of the world not long ago i know you're you told me not long ago you're looking to move countries and i'd love to hear about traveling i mean how many countries are you been to do you know uh i've been to i've been to eight countries so far but i've been to yeah. You know, a couple of countries, a few times. So I, I probably could have gone around the world about three or four times already. You know, yeah. No. Uh, but I've, I've hit a you know a couple of countries more than once. Um, mm. Probably my my best trip overall was my uh, when I went to Africa about ten years ago when they had the mm. first World Cup on the continent. They had it in South Africa, and yeah. uh, I actually was in Africa for six months traveled around to six countries and, uh, you know, saw a lot, met a lot of nice people and uh, basically hitchhiked, you know, through, wow. through most of, yeah, most of Southern Africa didn't have a plan. It was me and a buddy. And uh, we, uh, I think we may have, may have stayed in the hotel maybe two or three times out of the whole six months. Wow. Other than that, we, you know, cool. we would meet people and stay at their house and, you know, it, it, it was great, man. It, you know, it was, it was kind of crazy. Some people thought we were crazy, but they said, well, they're not, they're not robbers or killers. So, you know, yeah. no problem. <laughs> you know, I, we had one guy, met one guy in uh, Botswana and uh, he worked at the airport at, at on a game reserve in the northern mm-hmm. part of Botswana. And we stayed at his house. The night we got we we got it because we were on a tour bus. We were we were on a, a, a travel bus and uh we stayed at his house that night. The next morning he got up and he said, I'm gonna let you use my car. He 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 actually drove to work, he gave us the keys to his car. He said, Just drive my car around. I'm not worried about you taking it. Everybody knows my car, you know, you can't go anywhere, you know. This and I was like, Man, you know, wow. and, and you know, we drove his car around for like 10 days, you know, taking him back and forth to work. And, yep. you know, yeah. That's magic. Magical. Did you do uh, Did you do safari there? You got a safari? Um, during that time, it was the dry season. So so the predators went out. You mostly saw like the, uh, the, the buffalo and the kudus and the giraffes. Mm-hmm. But you saw very few of uh, the predators, you know, like lions and, and, and the leopards and stuff. And so, you know, there wasn't as much of a, a safari season going on. 
but I still mm-hmm. got to see a lot of the animals. Uh, the elephants in Zimbabwe, you know, that, that was incredible because they were along the side of the road, you know, like we see cows here in the United States, you know, the elephants would be on the side of the road. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I had the guy, that same guy whose car we using, we were coming back from Zimbabwe and I had him stop. So I wanted to take some pictures of the elephants and I had that camera that I had just bought. So I didn't know how to use it properly. And I was still trying to figure it out. And, uh, and it was at night, you know, so I was trying to get the camera set up and the male elephant, he had two female elephants beside him and the male elephant, you could see his ears starting to flap and it was starting to become more and more. And and the guy says, we got to go. We got to go right now. He's getting angry. He's about to charge the car. <laughs> I said, like, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to take this picture. You know, out of there. I mean, his ears like, I said, oh, you know, so we we got up out of there, but I did get my picture. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's interesting. That's that's one of the parts I love about traveling, like you touched on there. You know, at the, in the States, you see cows at the side of the road. You might see some some sheep, you know. In, in Australia, again, it's sheep, but you might see some kangaroos, and that's normal to you. I'll never forget when I saw my first one, though, and I was like, wow, that thing moves differently to anything I've ever seen before. You go to somewhere like Africa, and it's just casual to see elephants at the side of the road. It amazes you, but to them, they're just like, this is just everyday stuff. For me, that's what I like about traveling, the essence of it, like getting immersed in these different cultures and, and learning what's amazing to some people is just everyday to others. It's it's a fascinating part of traveling. And I think I'm, I'm really, really actually inspired by the way you travel there. You know, it's not that you've been to a massive amount of countries, but the ones you've been to, you've dived really deep into them and spent some real good time there and, and done really the kind of... Uh, I want to say the kind of more bohemian kind of hippie way of traveling, right? No plan, just a bit of cash, thumbs yeah. up, boom, yeah, let's get me to the next destination. <laughs> yeah. One hell of a way to travel, brother. Very inspiring. I like it. Yeah, you got to try now, to go as local. You got to, you got to try to be as local as you can. You know, kind of travel with and among the locals as you can. You know, I, I don't like a lot of the touristy stuff. You know, mm, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that, that's, you get the better experience that way. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're looking for a unique experience and you just do the touristy stuff, what's in the brochure, you're just going to get the same experience everyone else is getting, right? You want to get them exclusive ones. You want to get the elephant flapping at you while you're trying to take the photo at midnight. <laughs> you're not going to get experiences like that if you're going down yeah. the already, already uh, the, the garden path that everyone else has already gone down, right? Yeah, that's right. So, so can, can you, John? I don't know if you want to tell the audience about you know this country you're looking to move to, and I know this is going to be a pretty big change in your life. Yeah, uh, I'm looking to move to Brazil, and uh, right. you know, um, I'll probably be there, you know, a certain amount of months out of the year. Mm. I still have some things here in the states that I need to do and take care of people I need to take care yeah. of. But uh, yeah. but yeah, uh, looking to make Brazil part in a part of my 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 home where I stay at, and uh, you know travel from there. Still travel to other countries, you know, because yeah. you know once you, once you get that in your blood, man, you 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 oh, got to yeah. go to other places. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You got they call it the travel bug, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I I got the yeah. bug. I got the bug too. Once it bites you with that venom, you can't get it out of your body. It's 
yeah. you know the world to me is is to be explored right i like to think of the the world as the world's like a book and every different place you go is a page that you read a place to yeah. discover a story to find a story to tell yeah i've i've uh i've invested a lot of money in traveling over the years and i don't yeah. regret a single second of it you know my, my first place it's a great investment in, in, in yourself and, and the cultures you learn and the growth you get from it. It's, it's fantastic. It really is. Okay. Now tell me, tell me shit about some, you know, a real big win for your business, something that made you, you know, feel like the champion, the, the MVP when it happened and you were like, yes, this is, this is me. This is affirming. This is a big win for me. Uh, see, well, for my big wins, um, with this particular business, the digital marketing business, uh just being I, i've helped a few people out you know that's my big win just being able to help a business owner out when they don't know what to do with their website you know they don't know how to get traffic that's that's a win, big win for me every time man you know because yeah. i i know what it's like to struggle with that and so uh you know just just having being able to help out a customer that's a big win for me every time um mm. One of the other things has been was was when uh, again I, I was I was traveling and I was you know as an entrepreneur sometimes you're in between businesses <laughs> you know you know <laughs> I know that I know that one <laughs> you know and I, I I was I was I I I I went on a trip and I said you know I'm going to find something some type of opportunity to get into and so I I I I, I met this guy who was. He said he had been uh, uh, traveling for about six months and uh, he had spent a large sum of money. You know, it was like $200,000. I was like, what does this guy do? You know, and so, you know, I started chatting him up and uh, we became friends over, you know, three or four year period. And, you know, he wouldn't tell me exactly what he did. He would tell me bits and pieces, but he never told me enough to, uh, to really put all the pieces together. And then finally, I think after about three or four years, he said, you know what? Every time I see you, you ask me about this, I'm gonna teach you this business. And that that was a win for me because it showed me uh, how just being raw and determined, just, you know, you may not know anything, but just stay at it. Whatever it is you're trying to do, just keep at it and the door will open for you sooner or later. And he was like, look, man, you're, you're so determined. I'm going to teach you how to do this. And I, I remember uh, he said, he said, look, you got to come to Chicago. And I went to Chicago and learned the business. And uh, that, that worked out well for me too. The rest is history. As I say. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me for one second here. I just got to deal with something on the side. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, we're back. All right. Yeah. So it's sometimes you you meet people along the travels, don't they? And every every person you meet's got a story to tell. Yeah. Something yeah. to teach. Something to teach you. I always learn whether that's a sometimes it be a good thing, sometimes it be a bad thing, but they got something to teach you. That's for sure. <laughs> sometimes you learn. Sometimes you learn. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Sometimes you learn. Sometimes you earn. That's for, that's for real. If you had to start your business all over again tomorrow, Sid, what would you do differently? 
if you, if you were just starting again tomorrow? Hmm. I, I, I would look for mentors much earlier. You know, I, I, I uh, was just kind of out there trying to figure things out and, you know, for a while. And uh, I would look for mentors much earlier and uh, try to focus in on one thing much earlier. You know, sometimes you're trying to figure out what it is you're good at, what you want to do. So you're going to go through a period of uncertainty, you know, and, and you have to accept that, especially with business. You have to accept that, you know, uh, anything you're going to do in life that's different than what most other people are doing. You're, you're going to go through a period where things are kind of uncertain. Uh, but yeah, I, I would look for a mentor or mentors, some type of group or, or a particular person that's doing what I want to do and, and hone in on them and get them to be a mentor. I would, that's something I would do much sooner if I had to start all over again. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Finding someone that's either already doing it or is in the same region in the same avenue as you and locking in and learning what you can from them. <laughs> hey man, it's all part of it. It's all part of the success thing, man. It's going to be distraction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the work. It's the work. There will be, it's funny actually, because I said that, you know, uh, you're in this track. I got the book right here. You're you're doing this stuff with me, right? Thinking into results, yeah. right here. Yeah. You know, we've been putting in the work in the, on this for. I hope I'm sure we have been putting the work in. As it takes, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. And it's it's interesting because it ties in so well. I said in the group, I think you might have seen yesterday. It was like when I'm trying to do this work, I always get distractions i always get distractions coming at me and i'm like for me you know my thing is you know some people it's it's god it's it's buddha it's whatever you believe for me it's the universe and and to me it's like the universe giving me a sign it's like hey look i know you're trying to put this work in but i'm not going to make it easy for you because you know you know i'm going to make that that value hard for you to attain and i'm like "Mm -mm, i'm going to keep doing it i'm going to keep putting in the work Yeah, man, yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah, don't let the distra- don't let the distractions distract you. I think is yeah. is the takeaway there. You 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 actually you just have to accept that that's part of the process and just roll mm-hmm. with it. It's it's going to happen and just roll with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a a gentleman called Eric Collier on our, our show. He's also also a veteran actually, and yeah, he I had a saying. That he, yeah, you remember saying he's got a saying that I love. I took it, I took it from him, and he said, uh, "It's one that his old baseball coach used to have, and it was when they were getting ready to get up on the on the on the stand, ready to to go for their bat." And he go, anyone that was nervous or anyone that was getting distracted or getting led down another path, he go, "Hey, take a step back, big man. Take a big breath, then rock and fire." <laughs> and I remember that one. It's a good one. Yeah, I've been I've it. been using it wherever I can. That's it. Uh, tell me, tell me, Sid, about some of your goals and aspirations for your for your business in the future, and and why not for yourself as well? Well, uh, some of my goals are to you know expand expand my current business and 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 get into some other things, uh, like say you know doing the digital marketing, uh, working on this you know the motivational speaking and expanding that into something because that that's something I really believe that people need at this time. And uh, that, that ties in with just the whole business and success, uh, success realm. You have to be able to communicate with people 
and uh, give them some hope and inspiration. You know, mm-hmm. uh, working on uh, working on a book for my own story, my own uh, my own uh, point of view of uh, of entrepreneurial success and just you know just what it takes to do whatever you want to do in life. So I'm working on that also. So yeah, just just you know working on upgrading my skills adding more value to people's lives, adding more value to my own life. And uh, just live, just work on, you know, create my own best life, man. And, and, and sharing that with other people. Yeah, that's it, man. Creating it and then living it every day. And I think something you said there definitely rings true with me is that people, it was great timing for us to get into this, to get into this space of of the motivational speaking, because people need it now, possibly, Certainly, you know, I think in our lifetimes, certainly in my lifetime, I can say, because when it, when it, then when this happened, when this kind of thing happened before Rock the World in 2008, I was a much younger man. I probably wasn't equipped to be able to have maybe enough, I would say myself, enough life experience to be able to uh, give that out to others and use my experiences to speak and help them inspire others. So in my lifetime, I would say there's never been a time that's come around more where people need to be inspired, people need to be motivated. There's people in this world who have lost a lot right now. And for me, you know, when I've been, everyone's, if you're living, if you're breathing right now, if you're listening to this, you're going through something, I can guarantee you, I don't know who you are, I don't know what your story is, but we're all going through something. We're all living through some challenges and it's not easy, but what can make it a little bit more bearable and a little bit more easy is listening to, you know, motivational messages, people that have already been through what you've been through and they can relay it back to you in a way that you can address to and, and help you move forward with it and, and uh, de- debunk it, de- understand it a little bit more. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great time and, and it fills me with pride to be in a space like this and to be able to um, just share my voice, share my story. And same goes for you. I can't wait to see you speaking on Okay, yeah, I can't wait. I'll say this. I can't wait to share an actual stage with you one day. It's, it's great yeah, sharing these, these these virtual stages, but I believe we're going to share that physical stage one day. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Really looking forward to. It. Now we'll, we'll close up. We always close up. Well, actually, I've got some rapid fire questions for you, which I won't have given to you yet because I always just like, like to make them up on the spot. They're real good fun. But before oh, yeah. the last question that we've we've both kind of been across and I've given you before is some three hot tips for anyone out there who's thinking of starting their own business, thinking of starting their own side hustle, three hot tips and maybe a book recommendation. Okay. Uh, Well, one tip I I actually already gave, which is, you know, get, you know, look for mentors, look look for mentors and advisors that can help you do what you want to do. That, that makes the path easier and, 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 you know, give you some more deeper insight into what you want to do. Another hot tip is, uh, don't listen to the people who tell you that you can't do it. You know, if this is something that you really want to do, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. You know, they don't know your experiences. They don't know what's in your heart. They don't know what's in your mind. You have to follow your own path. And whichever way it turns out, uh, you know, you go you go with that. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, There's those distractions again trying to, trying to get us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah man, I feel you there. Yeah, it's, it's it's your dream, it's your goal, it's not anyone else's. So else. it's great, great if people help you and support you. But if they don't, don't let it knock you back. Let it inspire you. Let it fire you up. You know. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes that successful. You're you're going to go on it. You you're going to be 
not necessarily alone, but the people that you thought would be with you or cheer you on or inspire you, they may not. And you have mm-hmm. to be prepared to deal with that and say, I'm going anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. You know? Yeah. Um, dig deep. Yeah. Yeah. You got to dig deep, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a- another tip is to, uh, is to focus, you know, um, hone in, try to hone in on what you want to do as quickly as possible. And sometimes, sometimes the thing you first choose may not be what you end up doing, but you have to go on that path anyway, because it will lead you to where you want to go. You're going to find out, you know, you're not always going to know from the beginning what you want to do, but you have to choose a path to take so that it will, it will lead you to where you want to go. Yeah, it's going to be some, you know, uh, some twists and turns, you know, but that's part of the process. You have to accept that uh, there's going to be failures. And once you accept that failure is part of the success process, it'll make it a lot easier on you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. And focus is something that easily said, not easily done, I don't I don't find. It, it comes Particularly when you got yeah comes with practice right yeah yeah particularly when you've got more than one thing going on at once sometimes yeah, it's right. hard to choose which one which one to focus on <laughs> yeah that's when you gotta learn to prioritize and you know see what uh at that particular time you know which activity is going to yield you the best uh results or highest uh highest amount of success and how it ties into all the other things that you're doing mm. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe a book recommendation, Sid, what are you reading at the moment? Um, well, a book I'm, I'm you know, I, I love audio books. You know, it's a lot easier, okay. you, know, mm. uh, you know, I think most people are on to, on to audio books now. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm listening to Psycho-Cybernetics, you know, as, as part of what we're doing, you know, mm. um, you know, just getting that whole self-image uh, uh, together. Because if you know if you if you allow the images that you uh, that don't serve you to dominate your mind, you know, then you won't succeed. You have to you have to be able to you know create a self-image of yourself where you want to go, what you want to do to 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 succeed. You know, um, so yeah, psychosybernetics is good, and but there's yeah. another book that I I I, I I actually have to read again, and I, I I promised myself that I would make a habit of reading the book maybe once a year, and that's uh, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Yes, that's a fantastic great, book. Great book. Yeah. yeah, I've only read that book once, but they say every person who can read it, it depends on what your perception is of, of what the message is. And then I've heard other people that said to me, Every time you read it, you'll get something. You might perceive the story to be different each time. It's like it's. it's yeah. I hear. I hear it's like one book with many endings. Is that why? The, is that the reason that you want to read it again once once every year? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think I think reading that book, you can get a, a different angle on the story uh, every time you read it. But it's a mm. great book because you know the main character goes on a journey and discovers themselves, and that's. You know that's what this whole thing is about, man. You you know, 
you, you, you go on a journey, you choose a path, and you discover yourself, you discover your strengths, your weaknesses, and, and, and you know, that's what makes life uh, worth living. And so that's, that's why I, I uh, recommend everybody read that book. Yeah, particularly when you're traveling, I would say that's a great book to read when you're out there on the road, right? <laughs> particularly, like, there's a bit in there, it's kind of a, I believe it's set in maybe Persia somewhere. It's set in an yeah. ancient time for sure. Like that, right? yeah. I'd imagine if, if you were traveling somewhere like Turkey or Egypt or somewhere like that and you're reading that book, man, it would really assimilate well with what the, the content of the book. It's a, yeah, it's a fantastic book. Paolo Coelho, The Alchemist, great tip, great recommendation. No one, on, no one who's come on the show has recommended that book yet. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one for sure. He's written a few other books. I haven't read any of the other ones, but um, yeah. I hear they're good. All right, let's get on some rapid-fire questions. You can just go yes or no with these. I'm just going to come up for these at the top of my head. Sid, what's your biggest fear? My biggest fear is, uh, and Les, Les Brown talks about this, uh, I want to make sure I die empty, live full and die empty. You know, I don't mm. want to have any regrets. I, you know, I don't want to say, well, I wish I had done that or I wish I had tried that. You know, if I try something and I fail, then I just fail. You know, uh, so, so my, my biggest fear is, you know, not doing all or as many of the things that I want to do in life, no matter the outcome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. And it's a, a resounding one for sure. It's one that motivates you, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, of all them places you traveled, Sid, and I know this is going to be a difficult question, but what's your number one? If you was going to book a flight tomorrow, where would you be going? Your, what, your favorite place? I'm going to Brazil, man. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that was a trick question, right? <laughs> uh, hmm. What should I go with next? What shall I go with next? We'll close out with this. Sid, Sid, describe yourself in three words. Three words. Uh, persistent, determined, and you know, maybe, maybe a little, maybe a little crazy. You know, sometimes I, you know, if I want to do something and and it may not be the end thing or what everybody else, I'm I'm going to do. I don't care. You know, I don't mm -hmm. care. So yeah, maybe a little crazy and determined and persistent, and you know that that formula works for me. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that, right? If, if particularly if you want to get into that space of public motivational speaking, you got to be a little crazy to get it done. <laughs> you got to be to put yourself out there, to put your you know put your put yourself out there, your your words out there to a crowd, and and to know that you're putting yourself in a vulnerable space where, you know, they might like what you're saying. They might really not like what you're saying, but you got to be a little bit crazy to do that, I think, and, and, and do it with joy and a smile on your face and just right. be willing to let whatever comes back at you flow and go. That's right. Sid, where can people find you about more about you and your businesses online if they, if they want to learn more about yourself and your business? Look me up on Facebook, you know, Sid Owsley on Facebook. Uh, I'm uh, working on my blog, my, my own personal website. So that'll be sidowsley.com. Same thing on, uh, you know, you can always look me up by my name on, on pretty much any social media outlet. Um, yep. My business, uh, Kudu Juice, uh, the digital marketing, that's uh, K-U-D-U-J-U-C-E.com. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, Got it. Sid, it's been absolutely great to speak to you. Thanks so much for giving me your time and energy today. And yeah. hey, once you get that podcast sorted, brother, I want to be right up on there. Oh, yeah. You're going to be on there, man. You definitely. I, okay. I got you on the list. I got some determination in me, I tell you. <laughs> you definitely do. That's why you're going to be on there. That's why you're on the list. That's right. That's absolutely right. All right, take care, sir. I'll let you get to bed and sleep well. And uh, no doubt I'll be catching up with you soon. All right, Jake. Take it easy, man. Thanks, buddy. Take care. All right.